most kids resent a dad who's constantly pushing them. Let's go. But not Rick Hoyt. We can do this. For years, Rick has been pushed, pulled, and carried by his dad, and he loves it. Here they come. That's because Rick, a wheelchair quadriplegic since birth, and his father, Dick, together have competed in over 65 marathons. So when you see Dick Hoyt pushing his son around, you're witnessing extraordinary devotion. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Atlanta's number one radio stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more. A few words for a successful life. Always ask why. Why? Tell the truth. All the time. Why? Write thank you notes. Eat right, sleep right. And exercise. If you don't like your job, change it. Why? Be creative every day. Take a fun trip. You don't always have to do things fast. These motivating thoughts from Randy Pausch's last lecture remind each of us to live our dreams. And I go now my dog wants to play. Oh yeah, play with your dog. And with your kids. Motivation. Pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Live from our newsrooms brings back our hit news network, SNN, with many news anchors like Arthur Brooks, Addison Hayden, and Beatrix Gemma. Brings you stories about the news worldwide. Tune in on Atlanta's number one stations, Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6 radio stations. To get the latest news today, listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcasts. Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our channel of KLP Entertainment. Reporting live from our newsroom, this is SNN. I'm Addison Hayden. Here's your business news breaking for April 10th. Can we no longer believe anything we see? Seeing has not been believing for a very long time. Photos have been faked and manipulated for nearly as long as photography has existed. Now, not even reality is required for photographs to look authentic, just artificial intelligence responding to a prompt. Even experts sometimes struggle to tell if one is real or not. Can you? The rapid advent of artificial intelligence has set off alarms that the technology used to trick people is advancing far faster than the technology that can identify the tricks. Tech companies, researchers, photo agencies and news organizations are scrambling to catch up, trying to establish standards for content provenance and ownership. The advancements are already fueling disinformation and being used to stoke political divisions. Authoritarian governments have created seemingly realistic news broadcasters to advance their political goals. Last month, some people fell for images showing Pope Francis donning a puffy Balenciaga jacket and an earthquake devastating the Pacific Northwest, even though neither of those events had occurred. The images had been created using Midjourney, a popular image generator. 
On Tuesday, as former President Donald J. Trump turned himself in at the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to face criminal charges. Images generated by artificial intelligence appeared on Reddit showing the actor Bill Murray as president in the White House. Another image showing Mr. Trump marching in front of a large crowd with American flags in the background was quickly reshared on Twitter without the disclosure that had accompanied the original post, noting it was not actually a photograph. Experts fear the technology could hasten an erosion of trust in media, in government and in society. If any image can be manufactured and manipulated, how can we believe anything we see? The tools are going to get better, they are going to get cheaper, and there will come a day when nothing you see on the internet can be believed," said Wasim Khaled, chief executive of Blackbird. AI, a company that helps clients fight disinformation. Artificial intelligence allows virtually anyone to create complex artworks, like those now on exhibit at the Gagosian Art Gallery in New York, or lifelike images that blur the line between what is real and what is fiction. Plug in a text description, and the technology can produce a related image, no special skills required. Often, there are hints that viral images were created by a computer rather than captured in real life. The luxuriously coated Pope had glasses that seemed to melt into his cheek and blurry fingers, for example. AI Art tools also often produce nonsensical text. Here are some examples. Rapid advancements in the technology, however, are eliminating many of those flaws. Midjourney's latest version, released last month, is able to depict realistic hands, a feat that had, conspicuously, eluded early imaging tools. Days before Mr. Trump turned himself in to face criminal charges in New York City, images made of his arrest coursed around social media. They were created by Elliot Higgins, a British journalist and founder of Bellingcat, an open-source investigative organization. He used Midjourney to imagine the former president's arrest, trial, imprisonment in an orange jumpsuit, and escape through a sewer. He posted the images on Twitter, clearly marking them as creations. They have since been widely shared. Midjourney's images, he said, were able to pass muster in facial recognition programs that Bellingcat uses to verify identities typically of Russians who have committed crimes or other abuses. It's not hard to imagine governments or other nefarious actors manufacturing images to harass or discredit their enemies. At the same time, Mr. Higgins said, the tool also struggled to create convincing images with people who are not as widely photographed as Mr. Trump, such as the new British Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, or the comedian Harry Hill, who probably isn't known outside of the U.K. That much. Midjourney was not amused in any case. It suspended Mr. Higgins's account without explanation after the images spread. The company did not respond to requests for comment. The limits of generative images make them relatively easy to detect by news organizations or others attuned to the risk, at least for now. Still, stock photo companies, government regulators, and a music industry trade group have moved to protect their content from unauthorized use. But technology's powerful ability to mimic and adapt is complicating those efforts. Some AI image generators have even reproduced images, 
a queasy Twin Peaks homage, Will Smith eating fistfuls of pasta, with distorted versions of the watermarks used by companies like Getty Images or Shutterstock. In February, Getty accused Stability AI of illegally copying more than 12 million Getty photos, along with captions and metadata, to train the software behind its stable diffusion tool. In its lawsuit, Getty argued that stable diffusion diluted the value of the Getty watermark by incorporating it into images that ranged from the bizarre to the grotesque. Getty said the brazen theft and free-riding was conducted on a staggering scale. Stability AI did not respond to a request for comment. Getty's lawsuit reflects concerns raised by many individual artists that AI companies are becoming a competitive threat by copying content they do not have permission to use. Trademark violations have also become a concern. Artificially generated images have replicated NBC's Peacock logo, though with unintelligible letters, and shown Coca-Cola's familiar curvy logo with extra O's looped into the name. In February, the U.S. Copyright Office weighed in on artificially generated images when it evaluated the case of Zaria of the Dawn, an 18-page comic book written by Christina Kashtanova with art generated by Midjourney. The government administrator decided to offer copyright protection to the comic book's text, but not to its art. Because of the significant distance between what a user may direct Midjourney to create and the visual material Midjourney actually produces, Midjourney users lack sufficient control over generated images to be treated as the mastermind behind them, the office explained in its decision. The threat to photographers is fast outpacing the development of legal protections, said Mickey H. Osterreicher, general counsel for the National Press Photographers Association. Newsrooms will increasingly struggle to authenticate content. Social media users are ignoring labels that clearly identify images as artificially generated, choosing to believe they are real photographs, he said. Generative AI could also make fake videos easier to produce. This week, a video appeared online that seemed to show Nina Schick, an author and a generative AI expert, explaining how the technology was creating a world where shadows are mistaken for the real thing. Ms. Schick's face then glitched as the camera pulled back, showing a body double in her place. The video explained that the deep fake had been created with Ms. Schick's consent by the Dutch company Revel. I and Trupic, a California company that is exploring broader digital content verification. The companies described their video which features a stamp identifying it as computer-generated, as the first digitally transparent deepfake. The data is cryptographically sealed into the file, tampering with the image breaks the digital signature and prevents the credentials from appearing when using trusted software. The companies hope the badge, which will come with a fee for commercial clients, will be adopted by other content creators to help create a standard of trust involving AI. Images the scale of this problem is going to accelerate so rapidly that it's going to drive consumer education very quickly," said Jeff McGregor, chief executive of Trupic. Trupic is part of the Coalition for Content Provenance and Authenticity, a project set up through an alliance with companies such as Adobe, Intel and Microsoft to better trace the origins of digital media. 
The chipmaker NVIDIA said last month that it was working with Getty to help train responsible AI. Models using Getty's licensed content, with royalties paid to artists. On the same day, Adobe unveiled its own image-generating product, Firefly, which will be trained using only images that were licensed or from its own stock, or no longer under copyright. Dana Ayo, the company's chief trust officer, said on its website that the tool would automatically add content credentials, like a nutrition label for imaging that identified how an image had been made. Adobe said it also planned to compensate contributors. Last month, the model Chrissy Teigen wrote on Twitter that she had been hoodwinked by the Pope's puffy jacket, adding that no way am I surviving the future of technology. Last week, a series of new AI images showed the Pope, back in his usual robe, enjoying a tall glass of beer. The hands appeared mostly normal, save for the wedding band on the pontiff's ring finger. major concern over the future of Everton and the club's latest set of accounts has cast doubt over whether or not the club would be able to continue to operate if they're relegated from the Premier League. For the fifth successive financial year, the club have posted losses, this time £44.7 million. Premier League rules state clubs are only allowed to lose a maximum of £105 million over three years to meet financial fair play regulations, but Everton's losses in that time are over £300 million. That's despite majority shareholder Farhad Mashiri providing a further £70 million of support. Well, Everton's reliance on Mashiri is clear. Within the accounts published, there's an independent auditor's report which classes Everton as a going concern. It actually means that the club is financially stable enough to continue its business for the foreseeable future, but that status could change if the club are relegated. Yeah, let's have a look what this says then. Um, Basically, I'll just read it out. If the assumptions in the relegation scenario were not achieved, then the group would have to seek further funding from its majority shareholder. They have provided a letter of support confirming ongoing financial support will be provided to the group, but this letter does not represent a legally binding commitment. Collectively, the above conditions indicate the existence of a material uncertainty that may cast significant doubt about the group's ability to continue as a going concern. The board are confident in the club's ability to remain in the Premier League and that, should they be relegated, funding will be secured or refinanced and that they will be able to achieve the necessary levels of revenue and savings to allow the group to continue in operational existence for a period of 12 months after the date of signing these financial statements. The final results come a week after the club were referred to an independent commission for an alleged breach of the Premier League's financial fair play rules in relation to their spending last season. Yeah, and a report in today's Daily Mail suggests that Everton, uh, uh, the investigation could be concluded before the end of the season, meaning a punishment, which may be a points deduction, could have a significant impact on their hopes of avoiding relegation quite whether that's going to be possible I think it still remains doubtful even if the Premier League say that they hope to do so because we look at what Sheffield Wednesday in Derby County did in the Championship it took them more than a year from being charged to their financial fair play here cases to be done lawyers can spin things out there's lots of processes to go through so I think having this done this season is it's it's not going to be um, not going to be easy at all even if there's a sort of will for it no.
a lot of money's going to the Premier League, but a lot of clubs receive that money and they spend it wisely and they invest it wisely. But, you know, Everton will, will say the mitigating factors are but the new stadium, they're having to find capital for the stadium, the, the new build that should be open in 18 months' time. Covid was an issue, but the losses are staggering. That they're off the scale in terms of you know clubs are limited to 105 million pound over three seasons. I think the time scale is very unlikely for this season. For Everton's deductions are coming before the end of the season, but if it's delayed until next season, it could mean this. It, it puts it impossible for them to save next season if they have a deduction. So that would mean they would go to the new stadium in the Championship, which I, I just don't see a, an easy way out for Everton with this. And Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest man. According to the latest Forbes annual billionaires list, Louis Vuitton's Bernard Arnault has now taken the top spot with a net worth of $211 billion. According to Forbes, Arnault had a banner year in 2022 as the shares of his luxury conglomerate LVMH gained 25%. Elon Musk has now dropped to the second position with a net worth of $180 billion. There is a loss of about $40 billion from last year. According to Forbes, Musk has mostly tweeted himself out of the top spot because Tesla shares have dropped 50% since he bought Twitter in 2022. But it is not Musk who has lost the most in terms of net worth. It's Amazon's founder, Jeff Bezos. Bezos lost nearly $57 billion to drop to the third position, a separate global rich list by M3M last month showed that Bezos suffered the most financial loss over the past year. The Amazon founder lost more than Indian billionaires Mukesh Ambani and Gautam Andani combined in the previous year. For Indians on the Forbes list, Mukesh Ambani has regained his spot as the richest Asian. He is the ninth richest in the global list with net worth of $83.4 billion. His compatriot, Gautam Adani, has now fallen to the 24th position. Adani's losses were driven by a Hindenburg report alleging that the business and tax fraud. At one point last year, he was the second richest in the world and Asia's top billionaire. Sun,アメリカ人ポピュラーチコパイスコムクヤスプスミダ。クギナガ、スムワキンワトコアスミダ。ニョフカザマ、カザ。パサスコトカザ。カドモサイジメトツウエデムポランデ。ヨビソイケ
물론 그런 트라우마가 많아요. 저도 꿈을 꾸면 계속 적혀서 다니고 숨어 다니고 악몽에서 자다가 일어나서 막힘매매 다니고 Her son defected to the South first in April 2017. After two years, he saved up enough money to hire a broker for his mom. Im arrived in South Korea by the way of China, Laos, and Thailand, a route that's often taken by defectors. 정상 카리로 다 어깨에 차가지고 그것만약 무게서 손을 짚어대는 경우에는 무게하면은 성지지 못하니까 어깨에 물을 뜯어서 Lee thought she could defect from the north and protect her family. The reality, though, was very different. My dad is much older than me. I was afraid to break up with him. 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 Mom. 자기가 남자 동사가 어리니까 데리고 가라 자기가 크니까 설마 남아있는 사람이 죽이겠냐? 아니 이치는 집주에 이를 집수리 와가지고 그냥 왔어 한다로 Lee asked us to conceal her identity to not put her family in danger back in North Korea 우리가 잡혀간 거예요 우리가 여기 왔다는 거 얘네들이 알고 잡아가서 여기 동안 매를 때렸는데요 야다 죽인 애가 마당에 내버리더라는 거예요 가져가라고 와서 집에서 일만 애가 죽었어요 Almost one in five defectors who left between 2017 and 2019 said they've regretted coming to South Korea. But there are also thousands who have adjusted well to their new lives after escaping a regime in Pyongyang roundly criticized by the U.S. State Department and others for having one of the world's worst records on human rights. To better help with the social integration process, South Korea has built settlement support centers like Hanawon. Hanawon은 대한민국을 찾아오는 탈북민들이 처음으로 와서 한 3개월 정도 사회적인 교육을 받고 거주지에 나가기 전에 초기 정착 지원을 받는 곳입니다. 여기서는 약 400시간의 교육을 진행하고 있습니다. Some defector communities ask for more grassroots support. Lee Na Kyung is a defector activist supporting single mothers and those with disabilities. Because 우리처럼 우리 나이에 온 사람들이 대체로 컴퓨터를 몰라요. 이렇게 모욕을 줘요. Single mothers like Im and Lee who have disabilities and are unable to work receive subsidies, but they don't cover all their expenses. 이번 달에도 난방비가 너무 엄청 나오니까 난방을 투기 안 돼요. 좀 어색해 보면 개버치 틀리고 안 하고. 
알바를 하면은 그 통장으로 돈을못 들어옵니다. 그리고 통장으로 돌려옮기서 숙비가 올라 다 잘려요. 어쨌든 사람 안전한 우수길이 길이지 않습니까? Among the nearly 34,000 North Koreans who have defected to South Korea, or flee 70% of them are women. 19% of those women are single mothers. Many of these women have very traumatic experiences of being sold and resold, raped, and uh, being deported back to North Korea. 우선 탈부 이혼모 장애인들이 이 가장 어려운 점은 정신적 트라우마입니다. 저도 우울증약을 이제 몇년 체포경하고 있어요. 그런데 제가 느끼기에는 그 의사 선생님도 좀 대하기 힘들 거라고 힘들어하는 것 같아요. 왜? 당해본 사람만이 알지? A 2022 survey shows North Korean defectors have experienced suicidal impulses at a rate more than double that of the South Korean population. I think if in majority in South Korean society were able to hear the stories of these people, the attitudes first would change toward them. Lee hopes she can one day reunite with her family. I mean, if there was something you could say to your mother now, what would she want to say to her? Umma, <laughs> 지금 우리는 북한의 웬만한 간부보다는 너무도 잘 살고 있고 뭘 먹어도 다 거한 생각이 먹임에 제발 아프지 말고 좋은 날이 있을 때까지 오래오래 앉아줬으면 좋겠어요. Atlanta's number one radio stations. Swanky 93.3 and The Heat 94.6. Radio stations has you covered. From our studios to our newsroom at KLP Entertainment. Listen on all major audio platforms like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Audacity, Apple Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube and more.